2: Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life, homechef.com.
3: The Oklahoma City Thunder get their first win of 2022 as SGA and the offense have an explosion in Brooklyn, beating the Brooklyn Nets B team, if you can even call them that, 130 to 109. Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and pretty much every net besides James Harden sits out, but it doesn't matter because SGA and the Thunder snap their losing streak and get their first win since the turn of the calendar year. We're going to recap it all on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day.
4: You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
3: Let's get it going on the Locked On Thunder Podcast. On the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. It's at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S T I L E S. You can follow the show on Twitter at L-O Thunderpod, and even email the email the show, l-o thunderpod at gmail.com. On today's show, we're going to break down the thunder win over the Brooklyn Nets, who are very very shorthanded. The Thunder get their first win of 2022. SGA pours in 33. Lou Dort has the best game of the season so far. The OKC offense was on fire tonight. And the Nets did not really show up. But we start the way we always do with our game overview. Vit Kritchi was out on G League assignment. Bogoshevsky out on G League assignment. Uh, Isaiah Roby out in health and safety protocols. And Kenny Hustle out in health and safety protocols. That was the only injury report for the Thunder, for the Nets, though, it was a bit lengthier than it was for the Thunder. Nick Claxton, out. Joe Harris, out. Kevin Durant, out. Kyrie Irving, out. Patty Mills, out. Marcus Aldrich, out. Uh, for the Thunder, Derek Favors, Tim Aldon, Olivia Saar, and Paul Watson Jr. also did not play, though those were all coaches' decisions. As far as Tim Aldon, who has not played recently, is going to kind of squeeze out of the rotation. Mark said before the game there's a reason for that, many reasons for that, but they continue to be invested in tail Maladon long-term, so we'll see when Maladon returns to the rotation or, or what's going on on that front. The Thunder had not lost in Brooklyn since 2017. That streak continues. Again, looking for their first win in 2022. They got it tonight. The Thunder starters were SGA, Lou Dort, Josh Giddy, Aaron Wiggins, and Jeremiah Robinson-Earl. The Nets start out with James Harden, Bruce Brown, DeAndre uh, Bembry, Kessler Edwards and De'Ron Sharp. How did the Thunder win this game? Well, they simply won this game by an offensive explosion, elite offense, and an offense that we've never seen before this season. The Thunder set a season high in points, 130. A season high in assists, 32. A season high in made three-pointers. They made 23-pointers today, and that's how they win 130-109. to The Thunder got ahead by 23. Brooklyn's largest lead was five. One time the lead changed hands. Two times the game was tied. The Thunder never looked back despite losing the points in the paint, 56 to 48. They lost second chance points, 30 to 14, but they won the fast break points, 16 to 13. The Thunder were out-rebounded, 50 to 38. The Thunder shot 51% from the floor as a team. 51%. The Thunder shot 51% from the floor. Incredible. 44% from three, 88% at the line, 88.9, really, so 89% from the line if you want to round up a little bit and give them some... Uh, Better favor there. Brooklyn shot 41% from the floor, 21% from three, and 90% from the line. This is actually uh, kind of a game that the Thunder used to have, where where they shoot poorly from the floor, poorly from three. I mean, dramatically bad from three, but really good at the line. Brooklyn did that uh, same thing, and it resulted in the opposite result for the Thunder, where they get a blowout win instead of a uh, huge loss. Oklahoma City had 32 assists. Brooklyn had 16. The Thunder had 10 turnovers. Brooklyn had 12. The Thunder made 23s. Brooklyn made 7. Brooklyn only had four scores in double figures, one with nine points. OKC had five scores in double figures, one with nine points. James Harden had 26 points, nine assists, seven rebounds, three steals, three blocks uh, in 26 minutes and 26 points. 31% from the floor, 27% from deep, and he was kind of the catalyst for Brooklyn, but they still fell in this game. Awesome game for the Thunder. Uh, What a way to end your losing streak. What a way to get your first win of the calendar year. And and some momentum heading back home to play Cleveland on Saturday. I, I think that with this game, you kind of saw what it's like whenever Lillard's hitting his threes at a humongous clip, and SGA is getting to the rack, uh, you know, the way that he can. And then Josh Giddy fit in there perfectly. And we've spent the last month as Thunder fans freaking out about the fit of that trio. And tonight it just shows how kind of fluky basketball is in a way in the sense of if the shots go in, then you think that the trio is going to win five titles and it's the best thing ever. And Sam Presti is uh, a mastermind, amazing, uh, you know, GM and amazing uh, team constructor. When the shots don't go in and they round and they kind of fall off the rim differently. And they don't fall. Then all of a sudden it's a disaster trade SGA and the, the Thunder are in peril. Right. The thing is you don't want to look too much into one game sample sizes against anybody, uh, especially if a team that, Uh, was resting the majority of their contributors. I I think that this game is is an interesting case study of what can you truly learn from it, what can you truly take away from it, and what really matters. And so we're going to try to do that today. But again, you don't want to overreact to just one game. But SGA had another all-star performance, and he's kind of building back up to where he was after that kind of three to four-game cold streak. He had 21 points in the first half on 11 field goals, the highest uh, in his career for points in the first half. He shot 64% from the floor in that first half, 61% for the entire game from the floor. He had 33 points, 10 rebounds, nine assists, a steal, two blocks. He did have the five turnovers. The, The turnovers at times have been high for SGA. One was on a saved pass that really, I don't really count that as a turnover, but of course it is a turnover uh, one was an airmail pass where it looked like he thought Trey Mann would kind of be closer to the three-point line than he was, and so that's kind of where he anticipated Trey Mann being, and he just wasn't there. Uh, he had one ripped away from him. He had one where he thought Wiggins was going to pick and pop, and instead Wiggins picked and rolled, and so no one was there besides the defense. And then one was a deflection really, really high in the air that just went to Brooklyn. 9 for 10 from the line, 2 for 5 from 3, 11 for 18 from the floor for SGA. Jamal Crawford on that, players-only broadcast. I don't know what The NBA is calling it that league pass broadcast with players the way that the NFL is the Manning cast and baseball starting one with Michael Kay and Alex Rodriguez. This one is with, I believe, Quentin Richardson and then, of course, Jamal Crawford. And Crawford said that he will have his son watch SGA clips because SGA is so smooth. I think that with this game, you saw SGA hit that transition step back three. And that is is a highlight you want to pull from. And not just because it went down, but you want to pull from it as a teaching moment to the fan base who... Kind of gets upset with SGA taking these step backs and kind of questions kind of why he's doing it because before we've not seen him do it again. Number one, he's been working on this stuff for the past two off seasons. If you follow him on social media and you hear him talk about it, it's been a building point to get to where he's using them using them in game. But this is a very good highlight of why he's trying to add that to his game because in this scenario, they're in transition. The ball gets hit ahead to SGA. The defense is reeling. An SGA who's been killing the Nets at uh, the rim all night long, the defense is on their heels and anticipating a drive, so they sag off him completely, and that step back generates a wide-open three in transition, and he knocks it down. So being able to do that consistently makes the defense useless because now you can't fall back to the rim and embrace uh, a driving SJ at the rim who's in transition, and you also can't run him off the line, because if you do, he'll have an incredible finish off the rim, off the glass. So what do you do? It's why that SGA becoming a three-level scorer and a three-level bucket getter and somebody who can get this step back off uh, is so dangerous because uh, at that point, the defense has no option. They already have limited options, but as they throw a box and one at you, which is what Steph Curry gets on at him, if you're SGA, they were just reeling today. He had a lot of funky shots at the rim that I thought were incredible, just extremely high off the glass on those flip shot finger rolls, a great finish through contact. Uh, he uses dribble to split the defense at the top of at the, top of the um, key. Top of the key, he just puts one dribble ahead, cuts through the, the defense that was kind of trying to come on him as, as a double team, gets their ball back, throws it off the uh, glass, and it was up and in. Just loved it. Again, the defense was harassing him. The defense was trying boxing box one stuff, stuff you only see in the playoffs, stuff you only see against elite-level players. And they tried against SGA, and SGA, oh, ho, hum, went for 33 points and barely played in the fourth quarter. The defense really wanted to stop SGA. They just couldn't. Even the Brooklyn crowd was wowed by SGA today. This was an all-star-level performance for SGA. Now, will he get there this year? I still don't think so, obviously, but it just shows he's that caliber of player, and there's a lot more that goes into being an all-star than just being that caliber of player but SGA is still that guy and SGA is still your number one option, your number one offensive player and your bucket getter of the future. And how great is it to have him locked up on a max contract deal with zero opt outs, folks, zero opt outs. You need to opt in though, to betonline.ag, but online would like to wish you a happy new betting year. As we continue our March to the playoffs and beyond, but online online, Remains your number one spot for all of the best sport ring action of 2020. Two, new year and a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code Locked On to get started. That code Locked On gets you a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit from football, basketball, hockey, boxing, and UFC right up to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait. Take advantage of these amazing offers right now. Available for the twenty twenty two season. But online is the fastest and best way to bet on all of your favorite sports. But online where the game starts.
0: But online, your online sportbook experts. This is Jake from Locked On. Sometimes you and I need that kind of support too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We are back on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast. on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams
3: every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Thunder your first listen every single morning, every single day. We are here for you talking Thunder basketball. Your next listen... Go check out the Lockdown Now podcast. What the Lockdown Now podcast is, it's a nightly recap of every NBA game with a breakdown from our local experts. Listen to Lockdown Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Lockdown NBA YouTube channel. So go check it out because nobody can do it like we can. With Breakdowns from everybody from every single game. You cannot get that anywhere else. We know it's impossible to watch every NBA game live. So this can give you a breakdown of each and every one of them podcast form again apple podcast spotify uh, anywhere else your podcasters are at plus youtube on the locked on nba youtube channel we're in the same places all free all available five days a week subscribe for free on youtube apple podcast spotify anywhere else you get your podcast from every single episode that we do is free here at the locked on podcast network locked on that Podcast. now we're back and what a game this was huh what a fantastic game from sga we've raved about him he played an all-star level. There's not much else to say. I think it's so impressive that uh, the, the the Nets tried the box and wanted him in a random regular season game that the Nets clearly didn't really care about because they rested their entire roster and they tried to find rest for them and a just a brutal stretch for the Nets. So you got to give them credit for that brutal stretch for their schedule right now. And so they had to rest at some point and they picked this game and they still really tried to harass SGA and try to get this uh, win from him. But of course, the offensive explosion... And the uh, cushion that the offensive provide allowed the Thunder to win 130-109 to 109 over the Brooklyn, quote-unquote, Nets. Theorist Baisley was very good off the bench. He deserves a ton of credit, 16 points, five rebounds, a block, two for five from three, six for nine from the floor, did not miss a single non-three. He had one turnover, which was a tough rebound, and then he tried to bounce pass it through a pair of defenders to Josh Giddey, who had already relocated off the ball. And so it was just a weird turnover from him. Uh, he mentions he's getting more comfortable off the bench after the game. Got a strong finish over, over, I believe, Blake Griffin. Dribble drive to the rim was was even in his disposal today. Uh, A a step-back three late in the shot clock where he created space for the three. So, like, it was an open three, but you don't really love, you know, you don't really love Darius Baisley shooting a step-back three. That's kind of the only shot that you could think of to go, okay, maybe don't do that, Baisley. It was an air ball. It looked looked awkward. But other than that, it's another really good game. It's another near-perfect game. It's three in a row now of games where, You're complimenting Darius Baisley, and if you follow this season, if you follow the last two seasons, that's a very rare feat on Thunder Twitter. And maybe he's turned the corner. And this is a conversation that's hard to have because all you can simply do is wait. All you you can do is sit around and see for yourself if he's turned the corner. But I've been saying all along, Baisley's really good at turning one bad game into three. He's not very good at turning one good game into five. And so far, he's built upon success. One, two, three. Can you do it again Saturday? And that's going to be uh, the frustrating part for fans is to keep hearing. Uh, can you do it again? Can you do it again? Can you do it again? And for Basley himself. But that's kind of all you need. That's all kind of all you have left to say about Basley because we know the talent's in there. We know he's a very versatile player. We know he's a very athletic player. We know he can do some things on the floor defensively that not a lot of, not a lot of players can do, especially off ball as a defender. But you got to show it. You got to show he can do that consistently because that's the difference in the NBA. Mark said before the game, there is more NBA caliber players than there are uniforms. And the difference in hanging in this league for a very long time is consistency, is how much can a team rely on you, depend on you, and count on you to do your job? You know, what can the teams expect from you? It's why these contending teams are oftentimes taking these 10-day contracts, during these hardship contracts for COVID, are taking these 10-day contracts on veterans because they know what they're going to get. They know what work ethic, they know what kind of responsibility and what kind of performance they're going to get from each and every player in a given night versus taking a shot on a guy who has more upside maybe, but might be a wild card. Might one night give you a, double, a double-double and the next night go 0 for 6 and not really be in the right spots on plays or or know his assignment. So, Baisley deserves a ton of props. He's really good today off the bench. But Lou Dort also deserves props. Lou Dort has been struggling offensively uh, and we went over his numbers and his shooting numbers yesterday. So go back and listen to that podcast. But today he breaks out of that slump, 27 points in this game two assists, a rebound, six for 10 from three, six for 10 from three. That is just impressive. Three for four from the line, nine for 17 from the floor in 33 minutes Had a nice mid range crossover pull up that I thought was very impressive. And, and I'm wondering if he can kind of continue to add a mid range uh, shot to his game continues to knock down those corner threes. But again, it only took one corner three today, but he went one for one in it. So uh, we went over the disparity of corner three versus above the break, break three uh, yesterday for Ludor. But we'll see, we'll see how it goes. But today he had the three ball falling, uh, even though he was shooting them primarily from above the break, which of course he goes one for one from the corner for three. I think that Ludor did really good today. I mean, he did good defensively as always had his shot going and it's a make or miss league. <laughs> and that's the kind of the cliche, but when Ludor hits his threes, this pairing, this trio, this team, Looks a lot better whenever Lou does not hit his threes. Same thing for SJ getting going offensively. Same thing for Mike Muscali getting going offensively for for any player on this team. Whenever the shots go in, all of a sudden you can see the vision, right? You can see the the vision that Sam Presley has. When the shots don't go in, it's harder to see the vision just because it's simply a make or miss league. But the process is what's been there this entire season. Josh Skiddy, another good good game from him. 19 points, 7 assists three rebounds, a steal, two turnovers. He got one ripped away from him, and then the second one, he threw a 102-mile-per-hour fastball at Trey Mann that he just could not handle. Uh, Three for 11 from three, not very good from three, but still three for 11, 27%. And then eight for 17 from the floor, 47% from the floor. I like Josh Giddey. Uh, I I think that this is another good game from him. Uh, This was just simply a great game, and it was an outlier game. The Thunder are not going to score 130 points a ton and so it's why that right now we can come on here and have our skittles right as mark would say have our skittles and 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 ignore the broccoli on the plate Uh, but how much do you take from this game versus how much do you celebrate from this game i think that fans should celebrate this game for the next 24 hours you should go back and clip the highlights and put them on twitter you should rave about this team on twitter vote for them in the Elster game on twitter you should have a fun time with this game on social media right now you should have a fun time uh with the performance that you saw and the highlights that you saw but how much do you expect this to be duplicated? And how much do you expect from these players to meet this standard uh, every game is a different question entirely. So it's interesting to see what, what kind of is real from this game. What kind of is a lack? Uh, what kind of is a is a virtue of the, the net's lack of effort and the net's lack of competent players on the floor. Uh, Trey Man though deserves props as well as Mamadi getting into this game as well. So we did see Mamadi in action after he signed that 10-day contract with the Thunder. We'll talk about that and Trey Man all coming up on the Lockdown Thunder Podcast, on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. But first, I want to say right now, our good friends over at Built Bar. Built Bar is a fantastic protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. It's the new year, so that means new year resolutions. And if yours is about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure you uh, include a Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. In fact, even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easy to stick to your resolutions. It's made it easy so far for me. stick to my resolutions. If you want to eat healthy and not be bored by the third week, take on this Built Bar. It is going to be covered in 100% real chocolate on the outside. It is incredible with 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which is typically around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, a dozen net carbs. Folks, take it from me. I love Built Bar. And even today, I had a Built Bar for breakfast. And it carried me all the way until 5 p.m. That's how filling uh, these protein bars are. You're going to want to check them out uh, at Built.com. Use our code LOCK15, 15% off your next order. They're great pre-workout, post-workout, or even as a meal replacement or a snack. Go check them out today with their amazing flavors such as coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, my personal favorite, or salted caramel and mint brownie and even more. In fact, built bar is always cycling through new limits of family flavors. So go check them out at built.com built.com from a code lock 15, 15% off your next order, lock 15, 15% off your next order at built.com.
4: The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and locked on NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
3: We are back on the Locked On Thunder Podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your teams every day. I'm your host, Ron Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore styles. You can follow the show on Twitter at thunderpod. Email the show, thunderpod at gmail.com. Thank you making lockdown thunder your first listen every single morning every single day we're here for you talking thunder basketball and folks you know what happens on saturday and sunday don't you it's the nfl playoffs and i know that you're gonna be sitting on the television watching the nfl playoffs and on saturday you're gonna watch the playoffs and the thunder play because you're that much of a big thunder fan and to make the NFL playoffs more interesting for you you should go be, you should be betting on them with our good friends over at BetOnline.ag, but also our good friends over at Lockdown Bets because Lockdown Bets is a daily podcast, a one-stop shop for your gambling needs. It's giving you picks every single day and every single day you can win free money from our good friends with your boy Q and Lee Sterling helping you out on all platforms for free on how to pick sport winners and by virtue, giving you free money because just like this podcast, all their podcasts is free and available on all platforms. So subscribe to both of us for free on Spotify, on podcast, YouTube, all the other fun stuff that you listen to podcasts on. Let's continue rolling with this game recap, though, of this dominating win over the Brooklyn, quote-unquote, Nets. Trey Mann, though, was interesting tonight. Seven points, eight rebounds, four assists, three steals, a block, three for five from the four, one for two from deep. I think that with Trey Mann, again, it was like the process, right? It was the process of how he got these points. The stat sheet's nice. The dunks are nice. The lob finishes are great. But when you watch Trey Mann, I think of a tree. I know it's weird as a guard, right? You normally to say in the trees, for big men. But I think of a tree. With Trey Mann, he's the tree trunk. And then he can shoot out so many branches of how he's going to score the ball. He has scoring branches. He has, of course, the fancy step back that we all know and love. He has these high-flying posters and lob finishes. And today, he shows you another branch off that tree. And it was whenever he went into his step-back, created the space for three, the defense scrambles, runs him off the line, and he uses that to blow by him and get to the rim. And that was set up by his first bucket of the game being a step-back three. I think the Trey Mann's a scoring tree, and I think that Trey Mann as he continues this season, continues his first couple of years in the league, will eventually become an incredible scoring threat in the NBA. And one of the better scorers this league has because of how many ways he can score the basketball. He has nice touch around the rim. We also has authority around the rim. And then we know his shooting numbers are going to improve. We know that his step-back game is incredible at creating space for himself. And we know that he can create for others as well. I think Trey Mann's a true bucket getter. Now, what capacity will that be in? Will that be in a starter capacity, a bench capacity, six man of the year capacity? We'll see. If I had a bet right now, I'd say six man of the year type of player. But you love to see what what Trey Mann's doing. Other notable mentions Wiggins had nine points tonight. Mike Muscala had 14 points tonight on one missed shot. The Thunder had a complete team effort tonight to beat the Nets. Bet of the day from betonline.ag was OKC plus five. That hit. Moneyball pick, which is who leads the team in three-pointers made, was SGA. Instead, Lou Dort took the crown with six made triples. The MVP this game, very tough today. Uh, The MVP was a contemplation for me for about an hour. Go SGA, go Lou Dort. You up Beasley up the bench. It's a great team effort. It was a huge blowout win. It was a win that. You won't forget anytime soon, but the MVP of today's game is Lou Dort. Lou Dort breaking out that cold spell, going catching fire from three, going six for 10 from three. He deserves MVP. He deserves MVP. He's going to get MVP. Congratulations to Lou Dort. So up next on the Lockdown Thunder future forecast, Monday, we're going to recap Saturday's game against the Cavs. Tuesday, We're going to recap the Mavs game with Locked On Mavs. Wednesday, I'm going to give you my all-star ballot and trade deadline preview. Thursday, Spurs recap. Friday, draft prospect stock watch. How fun is that? How fun is that? Subscribe for free across all platforms so you never miss an episode. Follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Follow the show on Twitter at OathHunterPod. And go check out Locked on NBA and our entire family of podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, because we're your team every single day. And until tomorrow or Monday, be good and be good to one.
4: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.